I would like to procure the bag. I want to be a rich bitch. Penthouse doorman. Money, 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 rich bitch. Hey, hey, give me that bag. Rich bitch. You're so rich. Uh, We're digging. We're diving. Drink ethos caffeine. Oh my I love God. that you are giving full eleganza right now. I am. I'm wearing a purple Rodeo Drive 1984. I think at this point it's like 3K at least. It's in purple ensemble. It's a purple ensemble with like a little liner slip thing to match. Oh, I know. And... We're just sitting in your living room. I know. Listener, we're sitting on this big comfy couch. <sighs> And Sarah is giving Julia Roberts hair. Thank you. With pretty woman outfit. Oh, yes. Gold chains. Pretty woman post to boot. prostitution. Post prostitution. Yeah, when she yeah. gave up the trade. Yeah, yeah. She was giving up the trade. And um, then she was like, you messed up big. big. And then she was that's like, the yeah. version, that's the version of. Literally, that Julia was Roberts her day of drive. That's exactly what I'm giving. I yeah. love it. And yeah. and what what a day to be doing that because it is dreary. Ew. And yuck. Ew. So, Sarah, yeah. how this week, how have you <laughs> been a rich bitch? Well, I've been a rich bitch. Thank you for that question. And honestly, I've been a rich bitch because I am diversifying my portfolio. We love. We love. I spoke to uh, the guy who is running some of the 401k-ness of it all. And I was like, I want you to focus more on this. I want to start contributing this. You know, I want to start. Because, like, you know, during a strike or during anything else or during a pandemic of it all or during anything else, it, sometimes it's not as smart to keep putting money into something when you have to, like, be alive, you know? And also, like, you want to have that savings just in case, like, that cash savings in case, like, some shit goes down. Right. So I've been working on diversifying my portfolio. Um, I got my check for my latest acting booking, which was iconic. It was a prohibition booking. I was a federal prohibition officer. I talk like this. Hey, you never seen a broad in a trench? We love. And it was great because I was one of the few female um, Federal Bureau of Prohibition officers. A lot of the women that were acting were mostly, oh, what do you say, uh, prisoners or whatever, because we bring people back to this uh, location. It was iconic. I can't really talk about it because I signed an NDA, but I think it when it does run out, I'm going to talk about it because it was beautiful and wonderful. I can't wait. Um, but it was great, too, to see... So many boobas that I know and love that had seen me on the picket lines or, or watched me on social or that I just have known in the acting community for years. We had just ended the strike and they were like, oh, my God, Sarah, I'm so happy. I'm so excited. Hey, girl, it. I've seen what you. A, oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. Perfectly. Um, That's me being a rich bitch right now. How about you? Also, um, I'm stopping misinformation, which is the goal of this whole podcast right truly, now. Truly, truly. Our little mini pod. Um, I am being rich bitch by literally receiving... Money is as we know, listener. I yeah. just started a new job recently, which I love and adore. Yeah, he does. Um, it is my pride and joy right now. Yeah. And um, I just got my first check <gasps> on Friday, yeah, yeah. and it just felt so good. Oh my because god! Because I have yeah. I have my direct deposit split. I have a certain percentage going into one checking account that yeah. is strictly for rent, and then the rest of it goes into my other checking, and then I have splits for coming in just from right. savings and IRA out of that. And after all of that was said and done, I was like, "Oh my god, that's how much money I have left over!" <gasps> nice. Oh my god, it just felt so adult and so it good. Does. So that I'm I'm literally living a rich bitch. You are existence and right you're now. Wearing a lovely sweater. I'm wearing a little bear sweater uh, uh, that I got from Old Navy on clearance. What? We it love they do a bear series like every year, every couple of years. I have their last one. Wow, they do a bear series? 
I think so. I didn't even know they did that. It's like a holiday thing. It's like they're they're oh. like bears and and moose and reindeer and everywhere. Otters. Sure. Yeah. yeah, why not? It's sort of sort of gay, but let's let's dive right in because this okay. is a little mini episode. So yeah, we want to get this out. We want to get this out ASAP. Yeah, I think that um, I just want to start by saying, yes, I am a um, SAG after a board member. Um, I sat on the national board when we all voted for the TV theatrical contract. I was a yes. Um, I haven't changed my stance. I'm still a yes as per usual. Um, but what I will say is, I hear any of the concerns. I hold space for that, um, but I also have seen so much information that isn't real or not not it, um, and I also want to just go over the whole negotiation, what that means, and how negotiations work, and the tactics on that. Yeah, yeah. I will also say that I think a lot of the things that I'm seeing in the in the comment section mm-hmm. slash trenches is a lot of fear-based speculation yeah of like oh this is going to happen this is what will happen if we do if this goes and it's so off of reality yeah that like it's scary mm-hmm. and the number one thing that i'm seeing is um the fear of being forced to be scanned on a right. set and to me sure if you sign up for a gig and I, in the post that I made about this, I used nudity as an example. And so I yeah. will use it again. If you sign up for a gig, yeah, it will say in the breakdown, this role requires nudity. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to do the nudity, you don't submit for that. In no, in no universe would you submit for that and get the job and then be like, Oh, but actually I don't want to do the nudity part. Right. And so therefore that job was not for you. And so like I say the same for AI, Mm -hmm. that breakdown will say this role requires AI scanning. Right. If you don't want to do that, then don't take the job. Yeah. And And then the other part of that, part two of that is people are speaking as if though mm-hmm. every single project from here on out will be AI. Yeah. And it's like, no, I've talked to people online who are directors, who are other creators who want nothing to do with AI. Yes. So guess what? Myself included. When yeah. I, when I create a project, when you create a project, yeah. I don't want AI and probably our budgets wouldn't be able to afford it in the <laughs> yeah. first place. So like, Indie projects, smaller studios are yeah. not going to be fucking using it. Also, it's cheaper for me to have an extra day of work and just get the scene than it is to then get to a have bunch a whole AI, AI now, system. Now, I done. understand the I wanted to what's her perspective? She's Cleo's in her litter box. She's like, I'm taking a shit on this whole thing. <laughs> um <laughs> I've seen you in the comments. Um so anyway, I uh I have something I want to read. Um so I think what people feel disillusioned by is that uh also the fact that people think about what is it called? Um how do I say this? Background. I mean, just really, literally background is, um, is, has been a huge thing. And I understand the fear of that because the background will be the ones that get the most AI, uh, things, but this is okay. So let me, let me talk briefly about Ron Ostro. Ron Ostro is the national chair of the Los Angeles is the chair of the national and Los Angeles background actors committees. And he was a member of the negotiating committee. This is Ron Ostro. Okay. He yeah. is background to the day he dies. As someone who has been in a lot of board meetings with this man, we will read something. He's like, but what about background? We know Ron's going to come in and say, but what about background? Yes. And bless him for that. Okay. Okay. Now, 
He's the chair. This is from Ron. This is his words from Ron Ostro. This is for background artists concerned about the new AI provisions that are a condition that new AI provisions are a condition of employment. He's like, I am the chair of the National and Los Angeles Background Actors Committees and a member of the negotiating committee. Currently, scanning is uncovered work right now, meaning that there are no terms or conditions in the contract that cover scanning. There are no rates. There are no rules for use. If you agree to be scanned today, producers are free to use your digital replica in any way they want in however many projects they want. In perpetuity. In perpetuity, y'all. Forever. This is already happening. That's what I mean. So the whole, like, what if they write, but it's already happening, we have to do something. Right, and and the thing is, I think, too, what you're trying to say, or not trying to say, but are saying, yeah. is that the what people are saying that they are afraid of going to happen is already happening. Right. And so, therefore, the things that are put in place now are going to dilute that from happening. Yes. Not stop it completely no. because there's always going to be some fucking actor that we doesn't know. We are negotiating know. with the NPTP, by the way. This isn't our list that we made, and then the NPTP was like, cool, sounds great. That's not how it works. That's not how negotiations They're scumbags. work. We know how it yes. is. In two and a half years, because it's only going to be two and a half years to the next one, we can... We can do it now. Now, some of the arguments were, okay, two and a half years for for AI is like 10 years because technology goes, me, 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 me. right. So that's why we need to get in now because right. while we're talking about this, things are happening too. Right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, currently scanning is uncovered work, meaning that there are no terms or conditions. There are no rates and no rules for use. If you agree to be scanned today, producers are free to use your digital replica any way they want and however many projects they want whenever they want and can do so without any additional pay. Today, if central casting calls you and says that job includes scanning and you agree to accept the job, you're bound by the terms of your acceptance. You could ask for more money at that time of booking or you, and they, or you might just say yes. If you show up at the set and change your mind, they could choose you to be sent home with no pay as you accepted that scanning as a condition of the job that you're now refusing. If central casting calls you and doesn't tell you scanning is part of the job and you get to set and you're told that you will be scanned, you can either refuse or do the scan or ask for more money. If you end up refusing the scan, they don't send, they don't want to use you as a result. They can send you home, but you are due your day's pay. So in the new deal, what is the difference? This is the new deal, guys. This is the difference. That's what I just read to you is what is actually happening now. So all the things that everyone's freaking out about is already happening. Right. And what so you're, if we're what you're about working, to say, would know. what you're about to say is a lot of what I'm seeing. People are like, oh, you're going to get blacklisted if you say no or blah, 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 yeah, blah, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like happening now where you will lose a job. Okay, here we go. This is with... The 2023 theatrical contract. What I just read to you is what is in 2020. Now we're moving on to what is in this one. 48 hours prior to working or at a time of booking, if less than 48 hours, production must provide you with informed consent that is reasonably specific. If you agree to the terms, you get booked. If you don't, they will ask someone else. If you're not informed that you would be scanned prior to showing up on set and they want to scan you, you can say no. Or ask for money as above, and they will refuse to pay you more or send you home, but you still get the day's pay. So in practice, there's almost no difference between today and tomorrow, except that there are rules governing the use where there were none before. Before I write about that, I want to further address the condition of employment. As I wrote above, if you accepted any job in the past where they told you in advance that you would be scanned, that was you accepting a job with a condition of employment. If you showed up on set and they didn't tell you you would be scanned, there was no such condition of employment and they could not force you to be scanned. These are two concepts are exactly the same in the New Deal. So guys, it's still protecting you. If you say yes to something, though, you said yes. Don't say yes. And because production must provide you with informed consent, production or central casting cannot just say you will be scanned, which they could do now. No one likes the idea that things aren't conditions of employment, but we deal with them every day that we work. Conditions of employment are already set in practice. So, like, 
hello. I mean, I, I, think, I, mean, I think like healthcare is a condition of employment. Right, right. Nobody likes it, but it's what we do. It's what we do. And if you have pre-existing conditions, things are different. So the difference here is that the conditions appear to threaten both the work you are booked on and your future work. But in reality, it provides more protection than threat, unless you are unwilling to be scanned under any circumstance. If that is the case, it's important to note that not every job requires scanning, guys. Not every job. And casting and production cannot say you will be scanned as some kind of blanket statement. Production must provide details about what they intend to do with it. It is not enough for them to say, we just want to scan you. The new rules offer the following protections. Scans can only be used for the one project you're booked on. So this is the other thing people don't seem to know. Like, it's for that one project, your scan. They can't use your scan anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's not the case right now. They could just take it and run with it and other things. Uh, they want to use your replica on another project. They will have to come and bargain with you. Uh, they cannot do that at the initial booking. Scans cannot be used to satisfy the count, meaning... This is so important, too, meaning that the production must hire at least 25 humans in TV and 85 humans in film with all stand-ins out of count before they can insert any replicas. So there's a count. People don't know this either. So Yeah, I, that's the first I heard it. So there's a lot of people messaging me, like, why hasn't human being been used in the contract? Well, they just said it. They this just said humans. it. It's just, it's also, and I agree with this point there, there needs to be more transparency because there is so much confusion. Yes. Like, whereas before I I feel like a summary is fine. It's like pages of legal jargon. It's like pages of legal jargon that the average person isn't going to understand in the first place. They won't once even Or will misinterpret it because it's legal. It's like, it's a totally different language. So this is super helpful, but I also agree that having more of it released, if not the whole thing would help yes and they're working on that totally um because it is over 100 pages and when you say when you're in the room again and for negotiation when you're in the room and both parties agree that's it it's still not written up properly you have to write it up properly with right right legalese you can't write anything that could be misconstrued or isn't 100 percent on the thing and that's what's taking time that's why typically in a negotiation this doesn't even happen anyway you get a bulleted thing that's very detailed because the union's not trying to pull the wool over your head but i think for something like this like you said that is very um intricate has a lot of moving parts we do need to get as much information out which is why they are trying their best to get it out as soon as possible the union is not trying to trick you we all they want the best deal for us that's why they're all if the staff wants better deals that's more money that's more productions that's everything they want us to be happy this is all, and the people that were in the negotiating committee are all actors. Well, I was just, I was literally just going to say that everyone on the negotiating team, everyone on the board, everyone in higher positions are all actors or were actors or work in this industry in some capacity. These aren't like corporate stiffs who have a background mm-hmm. in something completely different. But you know who are they? MPTP. Exactly. So, so like, let, the ulterior motive. Everything, but of course, we're not going to get everything. And the other thing, I the other point I think we need to make officially is that like movie studios are not are no longer movie studios the way that we knew them in old Hollywood. They're tech companies. Yeah. And so then to ask them and come to the table by saying, please do not use tech tech company Mm -hmm. in making the thing that you make. Of course, they're not going to say yes to that. So we have to, again, negotiate slash work with them under the right terms and agreements so that both sides are happy. That is what negotiating is. And so the AMPTP being tech companies now are happy that they get to use their technology and like jerk their incel little dicks off. But now also the union is protecting actors who will be in that space. Yes. And so both parties, there were were none when there was none before. So both parties win. Okay. Thank you. Um, 
Yeah, and they can also not use replicas to evade the terms of our contract, meaning, for instance, they can't send you home in eight hours and then plan to continue to use your replica in order to avoid, in order to avoid paying you over time. That's a protection in there. Yeah. Um, the rules also say that your replica can only be used on a day in which you are actually employed. So your replica can only be used for scenes shot that day. If it's possible, they could shoot a scene that day that you will not physically be in, but your replica is in. <clears throat> anyway, it's just like there's so much. But he's well, And you made a point before... Where in that scenario, when yeah. you're not in and your yeah. rep and your digital replica is, yeah. you can be on another set making yep. another day raise. So you're double dipping on that yeah, cash. Yeah, and you're getting money. Like make on. the money, secure the bag. Oh, so anyway, there's just a lot of protections. Um, the one thing we have to wrap our heads around is this email. Uh, is that AI is here? It's not going away. They are scanning you right now without any protections or guardrails. They can refuse to hire you now if you refuse to be scanned. Today, if they don't notify you in advance, you would be scanned. You can refuse to get the scan, and they must still pay you. Tomorrow, it is the same. Today, they can just say they want to scan you and use the scan anyway. They want in however many projects they want. Tomorrow, they have to be specific in telling you how that will be used, and they can only use it in one project. So, again, it's way more protections. It's so much more... um, I want yeah. to I want to make a point about this that I that I made to someone else and they were like I don't know why you keep referencing this and this is <laughs> and and I'm going to explain it. So I kept referencing the music industry mm-hmm. as we know it. Pop yeah. stars, streaming, Spotify, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Back in the late 90s with Napster. Mm-hmm. That case is this moment right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we are redirecting our timeline trajectory away from what happened to the music industry in this moment with these negotiations. Now, the way that I want I want to think about these digital replicas are like putting out a song Mm -hmm. on Spotify. It's on multiple platforms. It's probably on Apple, Google play, Pandora, blah, 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 blah. And those platforms digitally and automatically track how many times that song is played, how many times that song is on playlists, mm-hmm. is used, etc. Mm-hmm. And it's not exclusive to one platform. It's right. across of them. In addition to that, ASCAP and BMI do the same with digital tracking of music as a fail-safe should those other companies not report correctly, etc., right. etc. They also have agreements with venues uh, who play music mm-hmm. that they have to report what songs they have played right so that you report back to ASCAP and BMI um, in the same way that Spotify and all of the other streamers for music digitally tra- track how that how many times that song is played listened to saved etc right and that is what translates into money I think in my mind mm-hmm. by creating a digital replica of a person that it would act very similarly to that. Right. Where, right. Whereas you get paid a day rate for usage. You get right. paid to be in projects. You get paid to be maybe passed on to a different studio if that's a scenario that could mm-hmm. possibly happen. Mm-hmm. But you are still being compensated fairly. Now, this is where I think what I mean, um, this is what I mean by the timeline trajectory is splitting right now. Right. Because the warning shot was Napster and they didn't do yes. anything about it. And the music industry is currently still trying to play catch up. With the ramifications of that, where streaming pays you like one one thousandth of a cent for every thousand plays. Right. You know, you have to have like a million plays to make any kind of real money. Yep. 
We are avoiding that right. by having these negotiations put in place because it very well could be that if we don't do this and we go back to the table to start over, oh, yeah, we that the MPTP will be like, great, we're going to make digital replicas and we're going to pay everyone one cent per project that they're in. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be in a million projects to make any kind of money. Yeah. So that's what I foresee kind of happening yes. as a mimic to what happened in the music industry with these protections you get a real day rate. Yes. You get real pay. You yes. get real residuals. And you get consent on what exactly And you get consent on everything. Where it's ending up, what it does, everything. Yeah. So I look, I always look to the music industry because they were kind of the first ones to get royally fucked by tech. Oh, so fucked. Yeah, they're next, I think, And so, like, seeing that model and how there. that has really been a problem yeah. for big artists. Yeah. Um from from about early 2000 to now, mm-hmm. we are now at the Napster moment where we need to say vote yes on this, say yes to these protections so that we're not ending ending up as a digital replica in some other country with no right. pay, no residuals, no protections and no rights right. to go after that. Yes. That's just my point of view. So now from a principal player and someone who was on also the negotiating, everyone I'm reading is from the negotiating committee. So these are people that have had time with the contract. I'm not quoting a lot of people that haven't been on the negotiating committee because a lot of there's been a lot of opinions. And I think some opinions for the yes have been off. A lot of the opinions for no have been just unfounded. Um, some, some are very much... Um, I understand and hear you, but I want to read like actual people who've had time with this and we're there. So... Um, Jason George, amazing actor. Uh, he's on all sorts of Shondaland stuff, but Station 19 is his show right now. He's like, SAG after family. As a negotiating committee member, let's talk about the important consent and compensation protections for new AI in this new contract. Major opponents smoke out, spoke out before even reading the contract and seemed to want an absolute prohibition on the use of AI. Not only is that unrealistic and impossible to try and hold back the tide when it comes to technology, these new SAG-AFTRA protections actually allow you to surf the wave of AI technology when it comes to use your likeness and your face. If a producer wants to pay me my negotiated rate to stay home, or better yet, work another job while they use my AI digital replica in the background of a reshoot, by all means, I'll take the check. While While I'm with my family, or I'll double dip and get checks for two projects at once. Hello? And to my point, yeah. multiple projects at once. Yes. If you end up on three different sets with a digital yep. replica and you you're physically, physically on be paid another like set, you're on all three. Or exactly. You get three day rates for your replica and then one day rate for your physical personal and self. And you're protected though. They're not going to do some weird like weird shit with it. Right. There are there are rules as to what they can and cannot do. Mm-hmm. And so why would you not take 4 days pay in one? By only having to be in one place. Right. You know, you've heard people so many times be like, oh, I, there's just too, not enough hours in the day or I wish I could be in two places at once. Well, here is your here opportunity. Go. And you consented on it. It's and you like consented. It's just making you do gay shit in this, in this video. Exactly. <laughs> like showing my titties on this other one. Right. Like they're not doing that. But, and if you want to do that, great. But pay, me could. pay me more. But pay me more. Yeah, pay me a lot more. Pay me a lot more for, for that. Those titties really look good. Right. Um, and these new protections give you fully informed consent and compensations. Producers must hire you for any movie or episode in which your digital digital replica will be used. Producers might get your consent and give you a description of how they'll use your digital replica. Producers must get your consent again if they change how they're going to use your replica. They can't do it without your consent. Producers have to pay you your negotiated day rate for as many days work as it would have taken you to do the scene work done by your digital replica. Your replica is not cheaper. 
Producers still have to hire the required number of real background actors, humans, and the contract specifically states that a producer can't use a digital replica instead of a background actor themselves. In short, a digital replica can, be, can, can never be any project I don't choose it to do. It's also worth noting most of the alteration provisions that the contract's opponents are upset about are virtually the same as what exists with the dubbing and the ADR. The major difference being the quality would be better than conventional dubbing. Think Photoshop and Autotune. We may still have a fight someday against synthetic fakes, completely AI-generated characters that don't look anything like a performer, but as far as we know, no performer has yet been replaced by an AI-generated synthetic fake. And after six months of strikes costing our members, our industry, our city and state economies roughly $6 billion, the sag after negotiating committee made the decision to close this billion-dollar deal with AI protections that were strongest and most urgently needed right now, consent and compensation. Boom. Boom. Thank you, Jason George. You gorgeous man. You're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, so there so you have it. So that's AI. And um, that's my thing. And again, as I said in my nine-part video um, thing that's really made the round. So thank you guys for sharing it. Um, even if you disagree, I have a friend who's amazing who even is just not sold on it yet or has, like, reservations. Shared my video so even his followers and his large following could see my video. And I think that's the way to go. Let's get all the perspectives that aren't all caps angry and have reality behind them. And let's talk about it. So that's what I'm here to do. That's what we I've been doing. I've been in this in the I've been in the comments saying, I hear you. This is what's actually written. Or I totally get that your fear. It is it is valid. Some things are valid because no contract is perfect. And I hear you. But this is better than what we have right now by far. And of, and of course, like to validate people's fear and speculation, yes. like it's something new. It's a new technology. Yes. It's a new contract. It's a new way of doing work. And of course, people are adverse <laughs> to change a lot of the times yes. and, and adverse to learning new ways. Sure. And so I totally understand the natural instinct to kind of be like, no, yeah. but we have to like take a moment to sit back, take a deep breath and realize that actually what it's saying yeah. is good. Yes. And not being reactive and no. not going to the press and being like, this is bad. Yeah. This isn't a pro AI contract it is a protect us while we deal with ai contract right and i think there, I, I, that distinction something. that distinction needs to be made it's mm-hmm. not pro ai mm-hmm. let's make everything ai no it's like if it's going to be used anyway which let, it is right now so which, it's not let, an if exactly like like let's protect the people who are going to be around right. it and again if you don't want to be around it then don't go for jobs that have right. it it i just it's really that simple it is and um but again i don't want people to miss out on work because of that so <clears throat> I'm explaining to you that there is a lot of precautions and safeties built in. Um, and then my last thing about AI, because then I'm going to move on to all the extreme gains that we've gotten, um, and including AI, which I view as a gain. Um, air protections, it is a gain. It can't not be. Um, someone described to me, and I, I talk about putting a shark in a cage. It's still going to swim around. It's still there. But like, let's put some parameters around it, because if we don't, we will be left behind. And it also reminds and me of the talkies. The shark. It reminds, reminds, <laughs> exactly. It reminds me of the talkies. Like, I'm a silent picture actor. I'm not going to do talkies. Well, we never saw her again. Right, well, I mean, literally in my post that I made about this, I was like, don't Norma Desmond yourself. Yeah. You know, like that whole thing of Sunset Boulevard is mm-hmm. based on an actress who was famous in the silent picture yeah. times, but then didn't change and yes. adapt for when the talkies came. And sag after in the past, because no union is perfect. And I believe that sag after is about as close to... Um, not perfect, but as close to fighting and being active in the yes. in thing as it possibly can be. Just like democracy is messy, union is messy. That's what it is. Of course it is. So there have been blunders in the past, especially when it came to streaming, and now we're remedying that. So let's remedy the AI before it gets out of control. 
This Next. Is, this is the Napster moment. This is the Napster moment, babes, and we have to be in the room where it happens or we will not be there at right. all. They're already going to do this with our pre-union members. They already are doing it to our members. Let's let's get this bitch on a leash so we can we can be walking with her. Okay? Yeah. Next. Okay. <clears throat> our our premiums have gone extremely up. At the, I mean that in every way. I mean in every facet of acting, money has gone up. That was the goal. And we broke above and beyond. Above and beyond. And we broke the ceiling in terms of how much we're paid. Like they are there's always like a uh you know a, a, a thing where the MPTP is like, okay, this is the percent. Okay, now now this one. Okay, now this one. We we went past the pattern. We're the first union to do that. It's why Friend Rusher keeps saying not only are we were we the um most well known union in in the country in terms of entertainment, we're now the most powerful because our, we're being paid the most. That's power. 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 So um, all of our premiums went up. Everything went up. <clears throat> our day rates are for this and that. Everything has gone up. And, and to match inflation and beyond. Thank God. Because they didn't even want to match us on ha- what inflation on was 10 years ago. Like, they were literally giving nothing. Nothing. They said your rates are decent. No, they're not. No, they're not. So that's great. Now, in terms of residuals, the residual system is not working. It hasn't been working. Look at the one cent fucking checks. Right. So that's why a new revenue path was opened. Do I think it's going to be <clears throat> incredible? Yes. Do I think it's going to be the answer to everything? Maybe not. Do I, it, it could not work as good as we would like, but it's, we have to open another revenue path because the one that we're using is not working. So the bonuses, the bonuses based on views. I think that's a really smart idea. Smart idea. Give me a fucking big ass check because that if one episode hit, if I you was hit in a million views. Yeah, that one episode of um, what we do in the shadows I was in gets like so viewed Popped. that people are like, yeah, I get a fucking fat motherfucking check, yeah. fat bitch check, fat fat fat, based on views, and it just goes from there. There's a time period where. If it gets this amount of views, we get a bonus. And now if it continues, we get even more money. So let's let's just know that that is another way. That's in a way a residual. It's it's a but it's a, another way path to tons of fucking money. So that's great. So I'm talking about just money now. Um, I, I, there's all these things and protections put in place to people that are marginalized. Okay, I can't tell you how many of my friends and I was speaking with a friend who is a stunt person in Los Angeles, and he was discussing how as a person of color. Um, as a black person, he has had his hair destroyed by makeup artists and hair people, rather, um, because they don't know how to fucking do black hair. That's dumb. We, we live in 2023. If your job is to do hair, and I truly mean this, know how to do everyone's hair. Yeah. What? And if you don't, don't learn. take the job. Learn. Go learn to work. school. Right. Like, fuck, you but know? Also, but also, but also, I would, I would say... Mm-hmm. That that is less the fault of the person who is hired and mm-hmm. more the fault of the person who is doing the hiring. You see who your cast are. Systemic issue we have in general. Boom. But you physically see who your cast are. Mm-hmm. If you see someone who has non-white hair, it's textured hair. Yeah. Go hire someone who, who is either a person of color who knows how to do it. Yes. Or who has a vast background. Yes. In doing people of color's hair. Right. I mean, there's Shondaland shows, and she's a black creator. She's a powerful woman. Same with Tyler Perry. And sometimes they will, you will see some of their actors and I'm like, baby, what happened to your hair? Who did this to you? You know, and that's ridiculous because they couldn't find enough hair people. So stupid. It's insane because hair people are making bank on a lot of these sets. How are you not able oh to find God. them? The amount of money. The amount of money. Ooh. And they should. 
Absolutely. And my thing is like, but also let's learn how to do textured hair. So now we have protections in that. Everyone has to know how to do that shit. And if they don't, they need to go learn. Yeah. And they're having to evolve to get the job, right? Just like we're evolving to get the job. They need to evolve to get the job. Yeah. And I love that. I love that we can say that because it's SAG after sets. We can do that. Now, in non-union, obviously, we have no control. But I just want people to know who have textured hair, we've got you. There's no reason you should be on a set and feel like you have to do your own hair. You have to fix what they did to you. That's so much added stress while you're also trying to be an actor, performer, and, and do all the things that you do. Well, and also just like on a human level. Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck? But also, there is no better feeling than when you go to a set and they hand you clothes that fit you, Ugh. and you look like a million bucks, mm. and you get out there, and it's like, fuck, yes, mm, I look yeah. incredible. It is the best, and that's for theater, too. That yes. is the best feeling in the world. Yes. You feel so solid, Ugh. and it makes your performance better. So if yes. you have a, a scenario like that where yeah. costuming doesn't fit because you're a big person, and someone doesn't know how to do that, or you have textured hair and someone doesn't yeah. know how to do that just ruins the whole experience. It yes. adds like this dark cloud over it. It makes it so un, un I mean, it's with costuming too. It's like, like you were saying, like I've sent in my measurements and they come to me with like an adult size thing when I'm a tiny little baby, I'm a tiny little girl. And if I look, if I wear that, I look like an asshole. Like I wear my daddy's clothes. Or like I'm a, like I'm a, like I'm a person, like a child trying to impersonate an adult. Like it yeah. looks sad. And well, I'm and supposed I, to be powerful in this scene. I'm the total opposite. I get things that are like the size that I say it is, but unfortunately, especially for men's clothes, like oh. you give, you tell them extra large or double X large. Cause you're a man. They're like, mm. Okay. The, no, they get it, but then all of these different designers have such different versions. Ooh, interesting! Of that size, like right. I could, I could get the exact same size shirt from five different designers, and it will fit five different ways. Like there's, there's one company I think Fuck. it's called Paisley, Paisley and something. Mm -hmm. Their suiting mm -hmm. is fantastic. Not a sponsor. I would love for them to be a sponsor. I love it. Like but that. I don't want them to be a sponsor. Yeah. Because I pull up a double XL on that and I can't close it. I can't get it oh, on. Oh, no. Because it's actually a medium. Oh, no. The sizing is fucked. And so, like, I will give someone leeway in costuming mm -hmm. for something like that because I'm a big person. If you have a hard time finding sizes sure. or you get a size and it fits fucked up. But whatever. I'm sure you've had experiences where it was right on. And oh, I know I have. 100%. And nine times out of ten it is because I know exactly what measurements are. I am sometimes the size of, like, a fit. Like it does work well for me, but there are some times where I'm just like, you guys know I'm five, two, I am dragging this coat. I look like I literally don't know how to dress myself. Yeah. But anyway, that is awful. But to imagine having your hair because of your ethnicity, that's so fucked up. I fucked find that up. to be, it's a systemic problem. Obviously we can't fix all the problems of that systemic issue that we know is, is our country and our world. Um, but we can with the ways we can. And that's why I like that SAG after took the initiative, which we voted up in. I remember voting this up at convention. I'm glad it's actually being taken into consideration. Thank God. God. Um, I also want to say in terms of like health, um, women are under attack in this country. We know that there's actual full states that don't have gynecologists anymore. That's Ooh. really horrifying. Um, so, uh, in states where, you know, you, uh, need abortion access or you have a miscarriage, you don't want to go to prison, sag after, and this is I feel like I'm in the handmaid's tale, sag after will pay for you to go somewhere safely to get the medical care that you need. Cause it is a medical issue. It is medical 
care. It just should be part of everyone's plan. Everyone should be protected under this. Women's rights are medical rights. Medical things should be covered. And this is now finally in our thing. But what we have to do, because we work in a lot of states where some of the voting, some of the laws are very hostile towards women. If I'm voting, if I'm filming something in, let's say Texas, and I want to, I want to be safe, dear God, help. They, it's kind of like having your embassy um, within that state where they can get you somewhere else where you can get the care that you need and the treatment that you need. It's like having an embassy while you're working. It's protections. We, we want love. our members to feel safe. Um, and that, that includes our union members, all of our sag after members. And so folks who can get, who menstruate, we are, we are, we are protected. Um, also, boo-boos who want uh, gender-affirming care that is now finally covered under the sag after health care plan. So I don't know any other union that's making the point to say, oh, do you need gender-affirming care? Are you transitioning? Is there something that you need to feel uh, to, to be who you are authentically? We cover that. That's, I don't know any other union that's covering gender-affirming care at this yeah. point, especially in the entertainment, at least. I don't know. I'm not, I don't have my pulse on the auto workers. Right. I don't know if they're doing that. <laughs> I'm going to make a wild guess. I don't know. Probably Listen, not. I love them, so I don't know. But if they are, then goddamn, they're so awesome. But um, we are, I already love them. But uh, So that's happening. Now let's talk about our health care plan. So our health care plan is going to be have about $300 million more million thrown into it by our higher-paying members. Interesting. Doi, doi, doi. So now our health care is better and our pension will grow. So our retirement will get better and our health care will get better. This is all in this contract. Was this in our last one? Again, no. No, no, no. Right. So if we say no, we lose all of it. <laughs> so if we say no, we will regress back to the 2020 in the meantime and or use our tentative at the time. But that, I don't know how much longer that's going to hold. And then we're going to have to renegotiate or we're going to and we're, we're going to go back to 2021 or we're going to go on strike again. So let's and more people will be out of work longer. Ayatsi, I'm sorry that this is happening. I, I'm not sorry because it's about to be over. On December 5th, this will pass, hopefully. And Ayatsi will be back to work. And when they have their negotiation, they won't feel the total burden that we've had and writers have had uh, for months. So, yeah, that's so important to me. Um, so that's just some of the that's just some of the healthcare ones. Um, I'm trying to think. There's so much more I had in my head that because I haven't had coffee. I'm like trying to think of other ones. Um there's just so many gains. I don't know. Like, so we've gone over AI, we've gone over health, we've gone over hair and makeup, we've gone over this and that, we've gone over the rates, we've gone over um, the bonuses in in streaming, uh, more paths to money. Um, oh, self tapes. There we go. Self tapes, babes. Okay, so before the self tapes provisions, they weren't really there. Okay. Now that self-tapes have permeated our whole thing. In 2020, we didn't know the level of self-tapetry that we would be doing. Self-tapetry. The top self-tapetry <laughs> of it all. And as someone who sat on the self-tape committee, they came up with the top things we wanted in this thing. I'm happy to see all of them have gone in. There's a page count limit. There's an hour limit. 24-hour turnaround, bitch. Come the fuck on. Uh, especially for like, t- this is TV theatrical. Commercials, I, I don't know what's going to happen with all that. That's another contract. Um, but for TV theatrical, where typically you're doing scenes that are at least a few pages, if not more, and you're showing a range of emotion and you're dealing with some real stuff. There's a page, there's a page limit. There's, a, there's an hour turnover. There is um, no stipulation that you have to have it memorized. You're allowed to have your lines, whether you use a teleprompter, whether you have them in your hands. Because technically that's bu- that's bullshit. You don't have enough time a lot of the times. Yeah. Especially if you're doing multiple auditions. And if you are, hell yeah. 
So there's a lot more stipulations and self-tapes. Um, I think that's amazing because that's really how we're doing all of this. Now, to tack on to the, into getting the weeds on that, to the crowd that thinks, we've did a whole episode on this, that you should be paid because you do a self-tape. Uh, what are you talking about? What are you even talking I about? Can't. I can't. I can't with that. Let's let's that's the, that's the one complaint about. They're like, wow, so, so, so much is in there with the self tapes, but where are the paid ones? What what? When were auditions ever paid? I, in my in my field, when were in the film and t- TV spectrum, other than like a screen test or like a third callback or, or whatever's going on? But but what are you talking about? Because my thing is is as soon we've already had a whole episode on this. But as soon as we are saying that self tapes are money costing and in person or not. Bye bye self tapes. Bye bye. I mean, bye bye auditions. Bye bye auditions for self tapes. Yeah, because they're not saying the physical ones they're going to charge. It's just the self tapes. And the argument is because we set it up ourselves. Sure. We shut up the. Okay. But I like, chose my best take, bitch. I told my best right, take. You have more control with this. I have way more control. We don't need to go over this. Yeah, again. it doesn't matter. We've already done this. Yeah. But like, it, that to me is <clears> just, again, and this is the last I'll say on it. Yeah. Where do you think that money is coming from? I don't know what I think it's It comes from. out of the budget for the production. Exactly. It, it takes money out of other people's yep. pockets. And Less people will be seen, 100%. And it's it's a job interview, dude. Yeah, like, it's an interview. You go into a job interview, they're not going to pay you. And my question is, what are they going to pay you in a dream scenario? $50? Wow, that'll really cover your bills. What are you talking about? Right. Because then you're just going to get people who are like professional auditioners and they don't actually take yeah. work. Yeah, but they, also that's not enough money anyway to support you. Well, I mean, if you're doing like 10 a day, sure. But like sure, who's but getting no one's 10 doing a day? That. Yeah. Right. It's, it's such a reductive... It doesn't make any sense. No. I understand the people that... Without thinking deeply about it, would think like that's a nice thing. Of course it is. It's nice to get paid for not booking anything and doing a bunch of interviews, which is right. a lot of people. It's the participation trophy. Yeah, crowd. great, cool, cool, cool. You but that's up, not oh reality. God, here's a check. That's no. not business. No. That's not business. So that's silly. Anyway, there's a lot more in this. There's so much more, but I just wanted to cover some of the big things that aren't being discussed. We did discuss AI. We discussed everything. Now I think to finish this up, just to hit it home, we wrap should just it. wrap it. We should discuss what happens if it's voted up, what happens if it's not, and what negotiations actually mean, how a negotiation works. Well, if it's voted up, we have a future. We are <laughs> yeah. we have like a, a place on the on in the game yeah. to play ball. Yeah. You know, like we get to move forward with better pay, better protections, mm-hmm. more opportunity mm-hmm. and more opportunity to make money. Yeah. Then if we wouldn't. Yep. And if we don't vote it up. Here we go. We're fuck, back fuck, to square fuck. one. Literally, it's this is again, I'll say it again. This is the Napster moment. Episode title. <laughs> this is the Napster <laughs> moment. It's just like because most people, I think, remember that case. It's yes. huge. Huge. Huge case. Huge case. And the music industry fumbled it. And yep. so let's not fumble it. Yep. And be getting paid cents in the dollar. Ten out of ten. So I think, yeah, and, and how negotiations work is you go back to the drawing board. They can say no now to all of these things I just said. They can say no to all of them. And since we're acting like we're divided right now, because to be honest, I think the majority are not divided, but there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of, um, and some people, what, what kills me too is I'll look in the, in the chat and it's just like, no, voting no, no. And some of the questions that you guys are asking are being answered in a really great way. And yet it's still a no. And it's like, okay, I think you just want to say no. But also then some people will look up and be like, you're not even an actor. Why, why are 
why are you here? Why are you here? Yeah. Like, I love you, but why? Well, and I will, I will also say something that was said to me was like, you're not even in this union. I'm like, right. I'm eligible. Right. I can join at any right. time and it will inevitably happen. Yep. And I can't wait for that day. Yes. Which is in the near future. Absolutely. And also I have always made it a habit. To care. To care mm-hmm. about what I'm going to be doing with my life. Yeah. When I joined Actors Equity, I had been paying attention to those contracts. I'd yeah. been paying attention to that governance yeah. best I could because they gatekeep. Yes. Like motherfuckers. Oof. Yeah. And I learned as much as I possibly could about everything before I joined. Yeah. And I held out as long as I possibly could until mm-hmm. it made sense for me to join. Right. And that is exactly what I'm doing now. And so people who are non-members of SAG-AFTRA mm-hmm. still pay attention. Yeah. Care. Because someday when you do decide to join, mm-hmm. if that is your path, yeah. you will be ahead of the curve. Right. From someone who wasn't paying attention, didn't give a shit until the moment they joined, then they have so much catching up and learning to do. I am ahead of them. You are. Because I'm paying attention. I care. But you're also offering a discussion instead of an all caps anger rant. Contrarian anger junkie. So I'm okay with someone being contrary to this that isn't a member but is invested and has taken the time. There have been some, there have been some conversations I've had where I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm, I want to join. I'm very nervous about this and that. I'm trying to have a discussion about this. Can we talk about this? Which and is the right way to go helpful. about it. Yes, because it's not just vote no. No, just no. Just no. And and, and the vote no's came out before the contract has even been fully out. Also, the no's came out before even the summary had been fully out. So where where's your no? Why are you having no? And also, are you a bot sent by the NPTP? Help. <laughs> um, like, seriously, I don't, I don't, I think their shit's still working over time. Um, anyway, uh, for all that to be said, again, the whole idea that if you guys say no to this because of one item you don't like, they're not going to just be like, oh, everyone likes that other stuff. Cool, cool, cool. Let's just talk about that one thing. That's not how it's going to go, babes. It's going to start from scratch. We might not get all any of it. We might get some of it. We might get the same exact deal that you're freaking out about now is more likely than getting something better. Way more likely especially now that our bargaining power isn't as strong because we just are coming off a strike where the whole world was behind us. And we, as a union, as a body, as a collective bargaining union, were fully, fully on each other's side. Now there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of division. We're not as strong right now. And to me, it also plays into the narrative of people who were not informed with like, you actors are so fucking spoiled and blah, 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 without knowing the information. But it is pointing to those people and saying, you were right. Mm-hmm. We are. Yeah. And so let's not do that. Yeah. And let's not attack negotiating members. The NEGCOM worked so hard for us, negotiating committee, so hard um, for months and months and months, most of them, and um, the voting members of it. Anyway, they worked so hard and believe in this, most of them, and they are continuing to work hard and it's devastating to see all of their hard work that we all were propping them up and rooting for them and and that we kept them going on the picket as a captain as a captain at hbo amazon the best club before 12 noon between 32nd and 33rd street um we were there pushing them on and leading them and and giving them hope and now there's a weird energy of like what the fuck is that for some people and again i think the loud minority is the loud minority, but I think the majority level-headed, wonderful boo-boos that I know um, that are in this union, even if you're voting no, I appreciate your discourse, and I think that's where we have to be. Also, watch Amir Talal's 
video if you want to make it about just semantic, just the contract, just the just what it means to negotiate and why voting yes is better for us, regardless of what you even think about the contract and what voting no means. Watch Amir Talal's video. It's a slam dunk. We will put it slam in our... Slam dunk. You, you've seen we it. We will put it in our Instagram story. We will. And um, that's the contract. And I can't wait to talk about something else. I can't wait to have a drink with you today because I have to say she's exhausted. Yep. Um, I feel exhausted right there. With I you. feel so tired. But I also know that this this is my opinion. I'm urging you to vote yes, but that's because I truly believe this. it would be a complete bad, 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 bad move to vote no. But I also believe that this contract speaks for itself, regardless of the misinformation and everything else that you've heard. It's a fantastic, huge change, something that we haven't done ever before. This, the level of pager, pages that are coming out, uh, coming out, are, are going to show you all of it. I'm sure it'll cause even more confusion because bullet points were confusing. But whatever, you're going to get it. And, and let's move forward. Um, I believe in this contract. I believe in the human beings that were elected. I believe in our negotiating committee. I believe in our lawyers because they are on our side. There's no reason for them to bamboozle us. That's stupid. They want us all to win. The MPTP, on the other hand, they have no interest in that. Zero. And also the people that are going to press and Variety and other media outlets and not talking to us members purely, but are going to the rags so the general public can get in on the gig is shameful. Shame on you. And irresponsible. Shame on you. Irresponsible. And my God, your ego. Your poor baby ego. Self-serving. LOL. LOL. Get over yourself. Thank you, guys. This Thank has you. been Sarah, board member and actress, Sarah Seed Stripe <laughs> Captain. That's that's it. So vote your conscience. Study. Do it. I urge you to vote yes. If you don't, I still love you. But please and vote yes. Put the money on the table. Put the money on the motherfucking table, baby. You're so rich. Uh, pay me. Uh, pay me.